0: How's it going, there, Reject Nation? John here with my best radio voice to welcome you to our Moon Knight season one episode four uh, review, recap, breakdown, credits, discussion, etc. Greg and I are joined once again by our good friend, resident comic book aficionado, Coy Jandro. Always love having him in the studio. Always have you guys. Always love having you guys here to uh, join us. And uh, yeah, you can catch our reviews and recaps for the first three episodes as well. Here, uh, where you get your podcasts, and you can check out the highlights over on YouTube if you want the full experience, or if you want the even fuller experience, come sync up with us on Patreon. I think that's everything. All the housekeeping you've done here in my voice yakking away. Let's jump into the review, and we'll see you next week.
1: Nice! Wow, that was oh, awesome. That was woo- best one yeah i did not think this show would go there that was
2: beautiful. wow Ooh, i'm like so like sweaty and uncomfortable
1: it's like legion vibes too it
2: was so intense i genuinely don't know what reality they're gonna land on they could really go a lot of ways do we think it's jake in that third sarcophagus
1: i think it's Tony Stark. Tony Stark's back. Tony Stark is just in there. Trapped in a tomb.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I liked that episode a lot. Back to my A's. That's, that was incredible. I have theories. I like that pace.
0: That theories will better. wait. Whose voice was that at the end? Uh, I don't know. I don't think it was hers. What's the corresponding animal and envisage for the god of music and love? Oh, yeah. Could be. Is the, Do we know any hippopotamus-based gods? I don't. That's that's why yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Has anybody I don't know got my J- J- Egyptology <laughs>
2: enough to here. know a, a hippopotamus god. Hippogotamus. Hippopotamus. The hip hippopotamus. <laughs> Is
1: that the whole comic?
2: 14 odd. Oh, is that the whole that's what I thought we were gonna get to is that
1: that yeah. actually when I think about this show, it seems like it's mainly based off of this this comic. This make I think, and I said from the <laughs> yeah. beginning, this
2: is what I would because this is yeah, the most cinematic, a, a, I think. I,
1: I was like, Yeah, this is very much and that's so I was like surprised to be like, oh damn, we're, we're going, going all the way. We're going that comic. far into <laughs> it. Whoa.
2: Because yeah. I I think that Bendis Malevron is really solid as well, but it's not as approachable. And I also think the Sienkiewicz stuff is a lot of the visual aesthetics they're doing, but it's not as approachable either. I mean,
1: Steven Grant is like very different. I'm surprised they went there.
2: I really like that I don't know. It's not like the Fight Club thing where you've got a twist that is like, now I know. I
1: mean, they gave a really good... There was one solid hint as to what's happening. He says it about like getting passageway. When they're going through and they see the horror sign, he says they're going like a passageway to hell or something. Oh! They're on a boat do you Uh, think that water in the boat that's what the rocking was like and the on the lights and so do you think the afterlife is I think there's no. I think, oh, he, there I think, I think he's. There it is. Number stuck.
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's, it's it's the clapper board is like issue number six or seven, which I was. And then the actual then sure, yeah, issue, that's, number one. Is this yeah. range that
1: was the one I was like, that's what they're gonna do. I think we should hold back because I feel like Let's they just hold issues. <laughs> up to, let's this just let's read goes the goes comic for you, and it's that's gonna tell weird. But no, I think that was the early clue in in there. That's yeah, that's great. And that's why i was like huh huh but i didn't think they would do also, it yeah <laughs>
2: drifting into the afterlife yeah, right. and then that wake up was
1: genius yeah Ooh. i don't think they're on a boat but they could be on like s- something they're in uh, water that was like a water rocking but i think that's what it's reflective of mm-hmm. could be way wrong
0: <laughs> but it, it seemed like to be the biggest indicator man yeah. they're in a truck that's yeah. falling while they're also here in the hospital. i
2: also was not expecting the externalized two marks i was not expecting jake and i mean mark and uh and and who's our other guy?
0: Esteban. Ah, well, Spencer? It out. Spencer <laughs> Groff.
2: I just forgot.
0: Come on. The, this Coy is the
1: biggest episode of the season.
2: It's Jake is the one I want to see because we've got Mark Stephen Grant. Guys, sometimes I thought game. he was doing a bit. I I wasn't, was, guys, I'm so tired, my brain just shorts like. That's, tire. that's an authentic tired. Like, you
1: point are me. dragging this joke
2: out. My brain like <laughs> <That shit> <laughs> it's
0: not funny anymore, man. It's <laughs> it's I've lost
2: a lot. <laughs> I'm so tired, my brain just shorts. So that's what it looks <laughs> like. That was like your credit joke. We're I like can't tell the difference between
0: when boys joking
2: and when he's being sincere. Did he just have a stroke?
0: me let me take over. I know this game. <laughs> give me the body. Coy, give me the body. <laughs> give me the body. Let me say Stephen Grant. Let me say Stephen Grant. Save our credibility. You don't know comics. I <laughs> you don't so know what are talking about.
1: I'm I was here all shit. It's just funny to only read one comic run of Moon Knight and be, I literally like, like, was and be like, like, this is the exact thing. <laughs> guys, I think they're basing it off this run. I was so, like, overwhelmed with all of this stuff. I was like, there's uh, I gotta a lot of packing a lot. I told you guys this is the like, run. No, you just need the one. I only
2: gave you like 30 issues. Yeah. And they've done about 14.
1: No, it's definitely not the same thing. There's no, like, but it's just there's a, totally a lot. Yeah, there's yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely not the same.
0: There's a clearer connective yeah. tissue to one specific run yeah. than there
1: often tends to be. Yeah. yeah. And it's just exciting because John and I rarely get to have that feeling. He oh, gets my. it all the time. <laughs> yeah. It is exciting to
2: be like, I'm validated in my reading. <laughs> yeah. Look yeah.
1: At me too. doing There's, the homework there is an excitement to it it's when, so much when you fun are to like, know what you're like because I can't tell you the amount of times I've read comics and I've been like they don't even do 99 percent of from the comics <laughs> that I read and <laughs> that frame just, so, rap, so, you so you do get that gratification you're like oh that's so what? cool <laughs> it feels great when you're
2: like I remember that from my readings I yeah. remember
1: yeah but most of the time we don't get to say that so that's why it's exciting <laughs> drink it in it's not like we're cocky and we know it all it's like this is a
2: rare, a rare it's feel. also <laughs> like a hundred issues and they use like 12 but throughout the 100 so you oh, have yeah. to read way more to really get that feeling of like
1: yeah and, and it's exciting because i didn't expect them to ever do that in the show i didn't either i didn't think they'd go that far down the rabbit hole where i was like whoa
2: because we're already into you know a very interesting gaps in reality with them changing identities i didn't know if they'd go full meets self existentially yeah. and also reality to the level of like where does the show go in five yeah. and six with this much up in the air
1: earlier in the episode i mean he's he's talking about like a riddle for passage which seemed like it was references to the moment my mind went to the comic book specifically dealing with something with passage. He talks about protection in the afterlife. So that's why I was like, oh, maybe we'll actually go to the afterlife. You hear is
2: him it? exclaim in the episode rewatch, <laughs> yeah. if you'd like to see that moment,
1: it's 13 but minutes in or so. I'd be surprised if they did it exactly the same way because there's different plot setups to it. The A, B, and C of it is
2: different than the D, E, F yeah. of it, you know what I mean? So I think they could. Also the visualization of the thing we're talking about is very different so they could go that way or not
1: i don't know they did some visuals in the last episode there's this this thing in the comic called the the void basically even though that wasn't what we were entering into in the last episode yeah definitely had the cosmic array look and the color palette yeah exactly so it definitely felt like very referential to it but instead of getting bogged down in things that could be heavy potential spoilers for what's to come let's just talk specifically about what's going on here i liked it way more than episode three i thought it was a really i thought it was really strong like yeah this is about what i liked it had that swashbuckling tomb raider uncharted-esque vibe I'm not talking about the movie uncharted No, you really liked it but i'm not talking about the movie uncharted I'm talking more about like the video game and i think that the way they've woven these interpersonal conflicts while moving the adventure along is really strong i can imagine that there's a part of the fan base is probably disappointed with the way this show is going because you barely get Moon Knight in here. Like, you've barely gotten Moon Knight. I haven't
2: noticed. You guys have mentioned that a couple times and like, it hasn't been a thing for me because I don't read comics for the punching
1: oh aren't you sophisticated Ooh. no but like if, i read it to look at the drive. i
2: just i like no. the the ponder some like you know existential musings on reality more than i like the throwing punches so i don't mind that moon knight is used as a means to an end as opposed to the characterization being the importance
1: yeah no absolutely i think that this uh w- what makes it strong is i'm more invested in Stephen grant and mm-hmm. mark specter to the point where i don't find myself going when's he gonna turn into Moon Knight?" i want the I punch mean- it should always be treated as like cherry on on top are n- necessary for plot development the way they use them here like i don't i don't miss it i'm not like where's the suit that's when the show's most interesting mm. it's that's not when the show's most interesting to me and i think the way they've really established the relationship was right by the way i was totally right i predicted that about layla I was totally right, I, totally right, I, right. I, I, yeah, yeah, I was close yeah he did did not kill
2: (laughs) but he was there and i thought you know
1: it worked out i mean they the show alludes to like yeah he should have died that night and that's when which is is fun for the comic fans but beyond that like i think even if you haven't read the comic you're like oh that must be the night when uh conchu saved him because episode one (laughs) is that very event (laughs) yeah so it references the fact that like the same day layla's father was killed and mark was there as a mercenary was also the same day he made his pact with conchu
2: and that's also the event that the people the, the the not cops when they throw him in the back they reference and show photos of like that's all this event we've,
1: yeah. we've relived in various episodes. It's cool out there like as this mystery unfolds you also get like the backstory a little bit clearer mm-hmm. without actually cutting away to it and I keep wondering if we're are we ever gonna see that actual scene? I like that we're not because then it feels like we're living through
2: their adventure of it instead of flashbacks always make me feel like I'm watching something as opposed to in real life we tell stories of a thing yeah. and therefore you're with these characters. As soon as you do a flashback then you're suddenly like oh right I'm watching a medium like I'm watching an art piece instead of watching a life. Does that make
0: sense? Yeah. Give me Mike Flanagan's Moon Knight. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of time version.
1: Well, I keep wondering too, with this like plot reveal that they have here of the psychiatry, psychiatry hospital, what approach are they gonna take? Cause as much as we've referenced a comic that it's definitely pulling inspiration from, is it gonna be the case where there are actual souls trapped there? Like you have this one guy there who sort of looks like that. What is that job called, John? When someone is in like gold painted outfit and I feel like you would know the name of it for some reason. Lily the statue? statue? That's what it's called, everyone knows but me.
0: I'm <laughs> Makes sense. pretty aptly named (laughs) exactly what it is, isn't it? Living statue. Forget what they call the actual little totems that they imprison the gods into, but that's, yeah, it's like a little human version of that. But I I do like the parallel of like a busker
2: being like a god that's imprisoned as a living statue. That's a fun thing.
0: Well, beyond that, it's the guy who's
1: the the living statue in the first episode who Mark, who Steven talks to. Mm -hmm. And then it looked like one of the guys there was that guy might've been that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like, these are actual people who are also in this other world but then what threw me off is the fact that mark is interacting with steven as two separate entities who can look at each other okay but maybe this is just some weird world that mark is trapped in now in his own head and then they're messing and then like egyptian gods or whatever the imprisonment is happening is messing with him specifically or are there or is like layla also there but doesn't remember she's layla you know like so that that's what i'm wondering like i don't know which direction it's gonna go
2: i also wonder if Mark and Steven are alternate realities of the same person because we haven't really explored that in this and in Marvel Universe is starting to do Multiverse Theory. What if this is a multiversal world where there is a Steven and a Mark that are separate leaning into the variants and leaning into all those concepts? It is an interesting
0: question. Lots have a lot to wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours. <laughs> Make it happen. It does raise a lot of implications because you do see, uh, you know, they're doing partly playing on his own psychiatric state because it's like, okay, here's everything we've seen. Pretty much every prominent face. Here's an aura origin for all those that could motivate this being some kind of fantasy, or you could argue that maybe it's like a parallel, almost rhyming spirit realm where not everybody is aware of their earth circumstances or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I like that at least right now that is mysterious. And it seems like certainly whatever is being presented here as a mental hospital scenario isn't tr- true, but I like that they've drawn it in a way that is very sort of, you can you can look at it and interpret it and anticipate it turning out multiple ways, but it still complements nicely with everything else that's been going on because if you look at, you know, the motivation that Arthur Harrow and his disciples have shown, as much as there are those like movie moments where they get kind of dastardly, for the most part, like, the mission is still one of like, we gotta guide people and help heal them and blah blah mm-hmm. so like, it, it makes sense that the counterparts might, you know, translate into the people running this joint for the powers that be. It's a nice adaptation, but also a a nice strong metaphor, visual plane to kind of move forward from. Well, what is Ahmet's deal again? I'm totally freaking blanking right now. I'm hungry too,
2: but it's Ahmet's- uh... (laughs) She basically is the one that like punishes people before their crimes, which is his whole issue with it. I don't remember what she's actually the god of.
1: Yeah. So could Ethan Hawke in the psych hospital be Ahmet? messing with him, but why would Amet be doing that?
2: And why wouldn't she look
1: like an alligator? Oh, no, 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 I'm not saying that the hippo
0: was I don't
1: no, know I'm what, saying I, that I don't already, know who the
0: hippo was. I'm saying already... Ahmet's in disguise as Harrow.
1: Yeah. Maybe. In this psych
0: unit thing. Yeah. It all depends on on what implications how much power that you might have in this realm carries over to the other realm. Because I'm like, if she's got all the control here and is able to orchestrate this elaborate fantasy to imprison Mark, it seems like she could get a lot done on Earth. <laughs> you know? And yeah, if she could make this deal, happen. Yeah. Need to deal with. And her she wouldn't
2: early. need an avatar if yeah. she could get all that done.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe not. I mean, maybe it is. You know, some, or maybe it's like she's puppeting his uh, astral form or something. I don't know. I also feel like with Marvel shows, usually it's that episode five cliffhanger that makes you go, like, how do they wrap it
2: up? It's cool to have this, but four. Like, what's the last movie of this? Because there's a two-hour movie left, effectively. Like, well, how does
1: this all... We're in a very different place. I think it would be very disappointing for a lot of people if this was all just in some guy's head.
2: I don't think they'll do It, it Was All a Dream. And I know, I the know I think they know. It's so painful for everyone. I think
1: it would just upset people to be it's like, such a oh, you school. just committed to that
0: and there's no actual Moon Knight? Like, yeah. if that no, was no. episode five, maybe that could happen, but I feel like that's why this happened on episode
2: four Because they yeah. have two episodes of the actual reality, so it is not a film, a student thesis film of like, oh, he's dreaming. Yeah that at
0: five, we have to spend a little bit of time unraveling this, assuming it could be true and finding out it's not. And then climax in Danu mall in
1: six. That being said, they should stay here for a whole episode, I think. I think you got to like do what the movie Glass failed to do. <laughs> I
2: think it'd be fun to do like 40 of the 50 minutes here. And yeah, then at the end you transition back to
1: and the, really the, make the, Mark wonder if he is crazy.
2: And like, cause I felt very paranoid and uneasy in that whole scene. Like, I really enjoyed the way they they had the outside of the lenses being disoriented, and they played with rack focus, and they really made you feel pulled. And I've definitely like that was the disorientingly almost paranoid high experience. I, yeah. when
0: I feel like this could make a, a good bridge to complimenting and ultimately tying up that question from the first couple episodes, which is that, you know, did Khonshu choose you because you're broken or did he break you in choosing you? And maybe the answer we will discover through this is sort of neither. And maybe, you know, in having these two personified personalities now interacting separate of their host body. Which is good therapy. Maybe, yeah, maybe then they can see that it is neither and they can use, you know, again, uh, the struggle, you know, with the personality as, yeah, part of the strength or come to realize that, self-actualize that, you know. I mean, this could be the void, you know, where, like,
1: Khonshu's imprisoned into. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. That could, could be... very much be, like, where he's... And then we could see in in personification a personification of him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think either he's in that sarcophagus or Jake is. Jake Lockley. Egyptian cab driver.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: they said speak Arabic. <laughs> I think it's very possible and maybe even likely. Like, we meet Jake in the next episode. He has a fourth personality, doesn't he? Depending on the continuity, mm. so many different... I don't think he has more than, like, six ever at once, but he's got a lot going on in his head. But I think the three main ones are gonna be represented in the show. There's so many threes in the post credit scene. There's three Oscar Isaacs in the first scene in the uh, in the uh, Museum you see his reflection and it's him plus two. They've made three a recurring number So I think Jake Lockley is coming by the end Yeah I don't think the third is Moon Knight because we have two Moon Knights in Mr. Knight and Moon Knight I don't think the third is Khonshu because they've always been representative of the image of Oscar Isaac So I think they were trying to mislead us by thinking that Khonshu is the third because the posters like the posters had Mr. Knight Moon Knight and then Khonshu But I think it's going to be three Oscar Isaacs and therefore Jake will come
1: or it's the guy who fights werewolves in space could be that's could gonna
2: be. be episode
0: six <laughs> <laughs> going to space Cosmic going to werewolves Nick in Fury space Girls show up all the tie-ins sets up happening. secret wars yeah, and then it's
2: just shameless connecting tissue yeah yeah, yeah. i mean what's interesting <laughs> is he only signed on like oscar isaac didn't sign on for more after this yeah so if we get more moon knight it's going to be case by case for him trusting the script and wanting to be the character again so it's going to be interesting where this ends because it needs to be open-ended enough for more oscar isaac
1: but enough closure that we have a story Muhammad said that Moon Knight's here to stay and there will be more. I want that. And I think Oscar Isaac was smart so he can renegotiate for and more money. money.
2: He's getting to do, like, between the conshu overwhelm in the last episode and the sh- and the shifts between him, Steven, so seamlessly. Like, this is an actor's dream if you're as talented as this actor.
0: Well, and funny enough, actually, as much as we've talked about it, I don't really miss Moon Knight or Mr. Knight or feel like I'm being deprived of those characters, really, a- at all. And I think this episode brought that around really beautifully because this episode had the gradual pacing that I wish we, we kind of collectively expressed a wish for the previous episode to bring. And so this one really wonderfully traversed scenes, added some icky horror stuff, and then brought it back around to a, a really mind-bending, emotional place. All that was like, great! I'm, I'm just with this and I don't even need the suit. <laughs> like,
2: well, It also did the thing we wanted. Like We were talking about how that had to do a lot. I think we needed Moon Knight and Mr. Knight in the last one, so this one could not have both. So this was the answer to that. And it's interesting because Muhammad's directing style is, is so capable to to have that tension and action densely. And then you get Justin Aaron who love like inverted framing and a lot more like avant-garde style shots. And that suits this episode much better. Whereas had suited the last episode better. So I I think it's really smart. Actually, I was worried at the top when I heard there were three directors on this because I was worried that the difference in episodes would feel jarring, but it's positively jarring. Their styles suit each storyline better. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I think the swashbuckling of this episode is great. I think uh, the actress who plays Layla, do you know her name? I
0: don't may alamawi i think not sexist uh, haha there's, there's <laughs> her scene with arthur harrow Yay. especially and and the way they frame that they're talking across a chasm beautiful and, i forgot uh, Stephen
2: grant's name thank you very much
0: <laughs> <The actor laughs> and character name on the
2: show yeah that shot was stunning that was like a, a, a desktop background yeah and then the close-ups on it, like
0: she yeah she just so like, stunning it's like a desktop background. it could be my Facebook cover photo. I want to see it often it's a desktop I background. See it on my laptop I want to put folders on top of that I'd
1: like that to be the dark void that is me opening <laughs> oh my, my computer because it makes me sad I want to get used to that image and never appreciate it I right want
2: to feel sorrow <laughs>
1: yeah her performance was awesome when yeah when she confronts Stephen Grant too or Mark uh, in that moment this was like a oh, great. i probably rank this as my second favorite. What's your first? The first episode.
2: First episode your favorite?
1: First episode is still my favorite. I would say this is my second favorite episode. That lasts like 10 minutes I'd say.
2: I also loved her in the last 10 minutes where you're from his perspective theoretically and how she's like manipulative and selfish and how Mark might see her that way. Like if we're looking at Mark's view of her where she's like, We'll share this. It's mine. I won. Like that whole play on how yeah. he might perceive her as fun because we've only seen her as selfless. Like, like Pinkett's has altruistic. Smith. Like Luz.
1: Jada Pinkett. It's all her fault. Right, guys? That's right. That's what everyone says, right? That's the only Steve Oscar I want to talk smack.
2: about is Isaac. <laughs>
0: Steven's going to go smack Mark <laughs> for, for being a the bad The smacks
2: husband. in episode three when it was just like, he like opened his fist and then palmed the dude. I was like, mm-hmm. again, the only Oscar we're talking about is Isaac.
1: It was a pretty contained episode. They drop pants of what's going on, but it's, uh, I mean, we really, really don't know. Because they can't just pull from a comic, they would have to do some different... It's like the Civil and, War
2: thing, they're gonna nod to it heavily, but... The, thi- the
1: thing that made it especially different though, but then
2: again, that is kind of like the comic too, mm-hmm. with the two... But that's why I'm thinking multiversal is an option to make it unlike the comic. I think they could go variants and multiversal stuff, because that's where Marvel is right now. Yeah. I don't think they will, like, that's not my expectation, I just think that option, I wanted to say it out loud, because if it lands there, i gonna be like, ha! But I don't think that's what they're doing. I just want street credit from right. I do think if this sticks the landing, this is on par with Loki for me again. Like the way they're navigating this dense of materials insane
1: what makes me curious is like if this is ahmed's doing like it would be weird if it was just some other god who was doing this or something right if it is Amet's doing why would ahmed be doing this to him when Konshu's not even a part of him anymore
2: unless conchu's trapped there too and that is that realm where everyone's stuck i don't think ahmed's causing that afterlife i I think think that's the afterlife i don't think Amet's responsible for that
1: so this is just like the like kind of like the egyptian afterlife and
2: that's how he perceives it because oh
1: because they ever saying protection because, in the afterlife. Because
2: the pen, the pen is a pen to him. <laughs> the pen is blue! No, 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 no! The pen, pen is my <laughs> no, okay. No, 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 no. The pen is a pen to a Haro, and the pen is a chew toy to a dog. The afterlife is going to be perceived as Mark would perceive it, versus how the Egyptian gods would perceive it.
0: Ah, the, yeah. The good. pen! Oh, good. The answer's oh. in the pen! The pen! <laughs> right? The pen! That's a thing. I think they there that, the whole time. I think it's the pen. So they have to learn to work
1: with the afterlife. I
2: think the perception of what reality is is literally in the palm
1: of your hand. And then the next episode, Doctor Strange walks through and be like, there's a lot of variance here. <laughs> <laughs> Gets you all out What's of his here. This <laughs> pen needs nothing. <laughs>
2: no! No, pen. no! I put all my faith in the pen! <laughs> I was so excited about my pen moment! The pen is mightier! It's a fatalistic <laughs> world. <laughs> <laughs> and this pen will only ever be a pen. Come on me, Mark. I we think if I can The psychiatric <laughs> board is perspective. There's itself.
0: only one reality where this isn't a
2: pen. Perspective. It's itself, visiting. I think. I think that's it. I think the pen is perspective itself. I'm very excited about
1: that. Yeah, there's a lot of depth here, man. All right, it was a weird day to film this. <laughs>
2: yep, we're all <laughs> a little <sorry. laughs> I think these are the longest reviews we've done after episodes.
1: Yeah, it's the show's fault. So that's it's, it's too good. It's too good, man. Here we are there each about a half an hour. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna move for an egg salad sandwich. Egg salad. Ooh,
2: Dude. I want to go like meatball marinara sub. <laughs> wow that's what i want right now that's crazy
1: yeah i'm leaning in it's a lot of
2: i want density i want right protein I want, cu- I want i'm all in just a tube full of buffalo you sauce. can tell i four days into a diet because i've been eating salad and juices <laughs> and now i'm like meatball marinara <laughs>
1: Ooh, buffalo chicken artichoke pizza too though yeah he didn't stop talking for like a minute <laughs> <laughs> hey subscribe click that bell we watched what we were saying this time around. We'll catch you guys soon. Let's do a patron of the day shout out. Olivier Hamelin looked up what your name means, and guess what? It's olive tree. It sounds a lot like my fiance's name, Olivia, which means olive branch. In a way, you two should be together. When I watch the show Moon night and I think about you know Layla and. Be with both stephen grant and mark specter i could be the mark Spector in the situation and you could be the stephen grant that's right buddy i'm inviting you you sexy reject into a polyamorous relationship with us i think the time has come for us to take that next step just by virtue of your name what does a branch connect to a tree Dude. you are the tree the trunk to our relationship so olivier before you say no just know this i will gladly never get involved in the bedroom if that means i can emotionally have you because that's what matters most i don't know what you look like i don't know what you behave like i don't know what you sound like i don't know anything about you really but i do know that we are a perfect triangular fit (laughs) you sexy son of a bitch. please don't cancel me